Welcome back, daddies! First off, I wanted to thank everybody for their orders on Power Moves with MikeBurns.com. The store has been a huge success, and you guys all made it happen, so thank you so fucking much. Ooh, thank you so much. Quick question, Michael. What was the what was the number one seller on the on the Power Moves? I don't know. Burns? Was it the Dusty Rhodes, Daddy? Look, we're going to have to start this over because I just want to plow through this cold open real quick. No, but I just wanted to know. I want questions. I don't know. People bought a bunch of mugs, and they bought a bunch of pillows. Okay, great. All right, keep going. We got a great... Sh- God damn it. See, now look what's happening. This is... Hey, man, it's all part of it, okay? All right? Nobody's perfect. <sighs> Not even the daddies. We've got a great show for you here on a fine Thursday Thursday. We're going to check in with Gnarly Zach for the Gnarly Zach Minute. We're going to talk about the FedEx driver who punched a racist to death. We've got a story about a wedding photographer who gets mad, mad faded and bones a guy at the wedding, then pisses on a tree. And we're going to learn about the rise of the baby dick bandit. And there's so much more. Live from Los Angeles, woo, California. You're listening to Power Moves, Daddy. We're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. What is up, everybody? B-dubs, Brooks Wheeling in the house. I'm in the house. I was just trying to help earlier because I am interested in your in your store. I like it. So I was like, what, what what are people buying? What are people interested in? I really need to look at what the full list of is from what people have bought. But people have, people bought a ton of stuff and it makes me feel good. No, it's all... It's, it's, it's good shit. I looked at it. I think it's great. Um, yeah, I was I was happy that uh, people bought shit. I think that's fun. Yeah, for sure. And if you bought some gear, like we'd love to hear it on see that on Insta. Ooh, that is. If you bought any of the gear, let us know and we will plug it because we want to see what it looks like out in the wild. Yeah, we do want to see what it looks out in the wild. Yeah, like, it's we, I want to see the, that Carl Welzine K Money pillow in your home. That's gonna be weird. Just setting it off. Just like, looking. Like whatever decor you've got, whether yeah. you've got like a mid-century modern vibe going, or you got an industrial vibe, that K Money, he just slides right into the piece right the there. The My Carl pillows is is a personal favorite of mine. It's eclectic. It's great. It's eclectic. It, it, it could put that in a Pottery Barn catalog. People Ooh, would buy that. Pottery yeah. Barn people would love that. They'd be like, "What is this?" And you're like, "It's a drawing." Give, <laughs> give people who listen to Power Moves the K Money. So in Dad Boner the Saga. Mm-hmm. Let's get a real backstory here. You had a real photo of a guy. Yes. There is a very specific reason why uh, that picture of of Carl is the uh, profile picture. Is the profile picture. Because there was a real guy, and then once it got to like 100,000 followers or something. It was way less. It oh. was like it was like 30-some thousand. This, so they, somebody's like, that's my fucking dad. It's just some guy. And somebody's like, that's my dad. And you're yeah. like, shit. But you had written yourself... In the dad, brony sto- dad boner storyline that you were hanging out with uh, a kid who lived below him. I had an out. I had an out. When when, yeah. when that happened, I went into crisis mode. Because you got to like, cease and desist. Right. And this is when I'm going full Andy Kaufman with yeah. the whole thing. I'm not talking about it. I'm not acknowledging that I write it. Right. And I'm like, how am I going to fucking deal with the fact that this guy who was dad boner, I can't use his face no. anymore. No. It's like replacing an actor. No. So we just went animated. <laughs> we, just, we just turned it into a cartoon. But in the story... The kid, his downstairs neighbor draws a photo of him. Carl is notoriously a poor father, even though he thinks he's the number one dad in the world. He's a good dad to anybody but his children. He doesn't like his son because his son is into Harry Potter and gets sick on boats. And that's why they can never really bond. Mm -hmm. So this single mom moves in to Carl's uh, apartment complex and has a son named Jesse. And and Carl calls him Big J. And Carl takes a real shine to him because Jesse likes things that he likes. Like eating a bunch. Like, well, like sour cream and ranch on his nachos. (laughs) And that's why he's decided to befriend this kid. And then, you know, it slowly gets revealed that the single mom is only using Carl to take care of her child so she can go out and party and has no interest in Carl. Carl's uh, erotic rendezvous that he wants to Mm -hmm. have with her so bad. But then Jay... Uh, Jesse 
drew that photo. So that's so that's, just, the, that's the kefabe, whatever, however you say kayfabe, it. Kefabe, yes. Kefabe way of you making the my Carl pillow. And it's actually the second one. Oh, because okay. um, Jesse draws one picture for art class of Carl. Mm-hmm. And Carl thinks it's he looks ugly and stupid in it because it's a realistic depiction <laughs> yeah, of what he really looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And and then he makes J- Jesse draw another one with his help, mm-hmm. which Carl essentially draws the majority of it, like a yeah. parent doing someone else's sure. some kid's homework. And he puts on the cool hat. Yeah, he's picture, got a kangle in it, the doesn't kangle he? Kangle that says Carl instead of kangle. Yeah, that's really and then funny. and then signs it by Jesse and turns mm-hmm. it into school. Then the kid gets an even worse grade. <laughs> and I think Carl goes down to the school to try and like I think he did try I and really get some faces for the remember. bad grade on what he looks like in the, yeah. in the drawing. If you're a fan of this podcast but don't really know the Dad Boner Saga, do a favor and just start from the beginning. Do it a is, favor. It's so much. Yeah, right. I, I am going. I am going to uh, do a Patreon where you. You'll be able to listen to the entire book, so you listen to the. You'll be able to hear the full first year of Dad Boner without having to read a goddamn thing. Yeah, it's a book on tape. All right, let's keep moving. With try to do my thing. Try to do my thing, Brooks. I wanted to remind you of one. I know you have a whole bunch from your escapade. Brooks just got back from the woods. He was camping. Oh, he was the desert. Desert. What are you taping a TV sh- a TV show or a uh, a short film? YouTube what are they, whatever series. they call it now. YouTube, YouTube series, series for, for all things comedy called Travels and Such. It's on YouTube. Spinoff of Brooks's entry level. Uh, Entry level, yeah, program. entry level podcast. Either way, yeah, it's a travel show where I take two friends out camping, and then we end up just getting hammered, and something always breaks. We got in a car wreck. <laughs> it's super funny. It, and not, random. There was no drinking involved in this car wreck. A woman ran into the back of us. But either way, but it, you, but it's not just your car. No, we rented a VW bus, like a vintage, refurbished, yeah. beautiful B- VW bus. It was with great. A pop-up tent yeah, I had top. to lie to a parks ranger about what we were really doing there, and that wasn't fun. That is scary because we had like we have. It's it's shot really well. It's two cameras. Everyone's lobbed up. We got lights. We got a director, producer, sound guy, two camera guys, and yeah, um, on, on like a small budget now, you can have a TV show. Yeah, we for have, sure. We have a radio show essentially, a, but, a radio station that is the size of a Walkman yeah. cassette player. Either way, so this p- Parks Ranger walks super illegal to shoot in Joshua Tree without a permit. Sure, I know this. Parks That's how Ranger, they make money. Parks Ranger walks over. We have only one. Uh, one of the camera guys he sees, the other guy, I tell him, I go, go around that rock, go other the other way to the production crew's site. So he goes the other way. Um, I pull my lav off, which is the mic. Yeah. And then so I go up and say, what's up to the parks ranger? He's like, you guys filming? It looks pretty professional. I was like, oh, it's just for Instagram. <laughs> and I'm hungover. Which and, you do have a really extravagantly shot Instagram. Sure, but I'm like hungover and like drinking coffee. So I've got the shit. And you're outside, so you never get to warm up. No. Like, you're cold. And well, we slept in, in the van. Bo- it was dope. But, but still, it's in your bones. Like, so this guy, he's You didn't like, get a hot shower dude, before you had to deal with the law. He really put, he, he t- took my driver's license. He wanted to see the footage on the camera. Camera. And they have this is the this is the this is the fed this is a fed, like a, a federal agent. Uh-huh. We're in U.S. government land. This is not California. Like they can do whatever the fuck they want. Right. He can pull all of our equipment. He can pull all the footage and shit um, in your mouth. Yeah. Do so whatever. I'm just what like I'm just fucking it? spinning a tale of like oh man I don't know but he takes my ID takes the director Brian's ID and we're like this is for nothing. Um, and he looks at the footage, and luckily it was just like us k- kicking around the campfire that morning. He didn't like look back at like yeah. how much shit, you know, all the hijinks we got into. But he still like, you know, he put he iced us for a good 20, 20 minute, 20, 25 minutes. Because where I was like, what does he have to do? Yeah, no, and he was, <laughs> I will give, I will say he was so fucking nice because Parks Rangers rule. And that's the other thing. Like, I love Joshua Tree. I go there all the time. I don't want to get fucking in trouble in my favorite park. You're a supporter of the of the park. Yeah. You I, you donate money to I, well, yeah. national parks. Anytime anybody gets married, I give them a national parks pass because I think it's a good way, a good reason to go out and travel. But um, but he just is like, okay, it doesn't seem like you guys really have, you know, this seems pretty dumb. So don't worry about it. This is a, you know, a warning. And then we got out of there. And then as soon as we got out of the park, a woman ran into our fucking bus. Oh my which God. Sucked. And then I had to just be like, God damn it. Either way. What a day. It was, that was, that all happened before 10 a.m. It's incredible. Yeah. All's and now, I, all I did is go for a hike today. <laughs> That's one of my thanks, Brooks. That's is a great I, thing. I, I worked out three days in a row since you've been gone. That's awesome. That's after, a thing. After, after going like full, full, like just going to seed for two weeks mm-hmm. for the Thanksgiving holiday and the lead up. Mm-hmm. Boy, am I fucking sore. I get it. I don't even like sitting here. Like, I, you, you can't get away from it. Like, my chest yeah. is all just... It, I keep thinking that I'm going to have a stroke or a heart attack Ooh, or something because you, you have these little pains inside. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it feels bad. Yeah. I also this week. I look bad too. Brooks. You look good. I no this. It's I'm 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 trying to complete no shave November and not trim my beard. It, it looks terrible. It looks weird. It looks really bad. Don't do it. Yeah, you should. I've only got a, a couple bit. more days. Yeah, sure. It's all good. Um, but I thought you made like you looked chubby. You don't look chubby, but you could shave your beard. Yeah. Um, I also was went to Missouri. I did probably the coolest thing I've done in ten years. I went and watched my uncle's high school football team in the state semifinals in Missouri. That's exciting. It was so fucking fun. They won like 49 to 21. So they blew this other team out. They play in the finals tomorrow, Friday. And uh, it's very exciting. Blair Oaks, Missouri, class 2A. So if you're, you know, around Missouri Friday night lights, if you're around Columbia at 3 p.m. tomorrow, uh, they're playing uh, where uh, Mizzou plays, where the University of Missouri plays. It's super exciting. I'd rather go see a, a uh, like state championship high school game over a college game yeah. any day. No, exactly. It meant uh, it was like fucking like he went there in the state finals. It was dope. It was so fun. Got to see my grandparents, did some fun shows in St. Louis. And it's all like some locals have like their main thing is the high school football team. That's their professional sports team of the town. And it's also my uncle's the head coach. So, so it's fun. like it's his job. He's fucking good at it. It's great. I was that was really really fun that made me miss the midwest like that made me miss the midwest so much yeah just the, the smells of the hot cocoa like and 50, popcorn it's like 55 degrees out fucking football's going on like mm, people sounds. are people are interested like you can drive there's like the old guy like that has his spot he's got his cane and his uh farmer Dude, baseball that's my grandpa my yeah. grandpa sits in the truck and got listens it. sits not in the truck it's like a it's maybe i don't know what it is but it's it, he sits in the car and listens to it on the radio so he can hear everything and he gets to pull right up to the end zone since my uncle's team and he's like it's dope it was really cool and really dope and then me and my uncle did me and my cousin did some hood rat shit and drank some beers on the missouri river and that was fun as shit. you got to it was so fun you got to drink beers on the river yeah that's what rivers are made for it was so fun uh, I, I want to have an update about the P-style discussion that we had last week. We were talking about someone got a, a listener, a dear listener. A they dear, got out of line, dear, I'll tell you a, that. A dear daddy. No, and I have, I've had some pushback from some other people about um, some people insist that the only way to urinate, and this gentleman from last week insisted that as a, as a Midwestern a gentleman, you should unzip your fly of your pants mm -hmm. And then fish around through the pee hole in your underpants, no. and then pull your dick through the teeth of the zipper, the Zarlax pit of and, the zipper, and this then is dangerous. and then put it back in, stuff it all back no, through there. Dumb. What has he got a pop? Well, uh, my buddy uh, Carl's brother Bus, and my buddy K Money is is you know a namesake of Carl, but sure. we actually call him K Money. Bus and K Money both pee through the hole. Oh, and we got in a, a weird heated, family. A heated debate. K Money is not Bus's brother. Carl, um, okay, who is Bus's brother? Carl actually he does a flip over, over the 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 elastic waistband. Even if he goes through the hole, it's some bizarre. Sounds like a knot. It's, it's like trying to drive. I disagree with all this. Dick in a I knot. think we. I'm, I say we move forward and we we only reach out and try to gather rational people to this podcast <laughs> and not these psychopaths who creep me out. <laughs> it's I just can't imagine why you would want to do that. Okay, so I wait, am a so, I am a unbutton, un, unbelt, unbutton, yeah. unzip real quick, flip it over the top, 100%. stuff it back in. So your thing this week was um, working out again. Yes, my thing was lying to a uh, park service guy. <laughs> I guess. And and watching some fucking dope ass high school football. Unfortunately. Big Toilet is still MIA. None of us have spoken to Big Toilet since he had a tragedy in his family. Who knows what Big Toilet is out there and, in the world doing? And we can we can say like the tragedy is not like his. It's it's just he had it's a, it's a, it's a, th a natural causes family natural tragedy. causes happen. Yes. It's nothing. It's it is sad, but it's not like I just wanted his to, son died. I something. wanted everyone to know that that Big Toilet is is alive and He's well. He's doing fine. Here's He's, the thing: yes. we have not spoken to him since he disappeared. Two weeks ago, but he did check in randomly on Facebook that he's been in Nashville. He does not live by Nashville. Well, is that where he went for a funeral? I don't believe so. Okay. All right. I mean, this was like, this was a while ago. Sure. I mean, he could just be out there doing it. He might. This might have just been the, the thing that 
made him realize that he needs to come here and fight me. So we have reached. You know, you ever you ever just have something you're like, well, I guess life's short. I should go fight Pumpkin. He's discussed doing that. I know. He's talked about it. not just on, not just on the show or the video the videos that we play on the show. He's discussed it like I'm coming over there. You're gonna see me. Gonna kill Pumpkin. Oh, gonna no. kill Trash. Oh man, it would be nuts to be like I'm 32, and if he showed up, I would be scared shitless. I can tell you for a fact, Brooks, that if if Big Toilet showed up here and wanted to get in the house and he, wanted to kill us. He I'm could running do, out the back. He could do both no, things know, and there's I'm, nothing we could do about I would, it. I would, I would just leave. I would leave. But our love to Big Toilet. We, we hope you're doing fine, buddy, and we'll talk to you real soon. Instead, filling in is Gnarly Zach with the Gnarly Minute. Gnarly has left us another voicemail about he was up, what, what he was up to this week. I love him. I can't wait. Let's, let's check it out. All right. Gnarly minute. Yep, as soon as I can press this button on my phone. What's going on, Brooks and Burns? Hope you guys had a sweet ass Thanksgiving. I was sick. Wait, hold on, man. I think you're gonna want to restart it. Restart the whole thing. Restart it. Just edit this on Amazon Prime called No, I'm not editing it. We're leaving everything in from now on. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Brooks! Here we go. Here we go. We're just gonna put it back in. Ready? Lick it and stick it. What's going on, Brooks and Burns? Hope you guys had a sweet-ass Thanksgiving. I was sick, peeing out my ass, having a real bad time, watching a pretty sweet soccer documentary on Amazon Prime called Make Us Believe, the story of Steven Gerrard. White people cannot believe burning jerseys. Uh, other than that, man, let's catch some beer soon. Fucking A. Wow. Okay. Got in and out. Peed out his butt and watched a cool documentary. Unfortunately, Gnarly yeah. Zach spent the holidays peeing out of his butt. Sure. I, I took a flight... To St. Louis the morning after Thanksgiving, it was just everyone was shitting up a fucking storm on that plane. Oh, you did tell me this. It was nuts. You told me that on the plane, people were going crazy because everyone ate all the bad shit and yeah. the dairy and the meat and whatever their body usually can't handle. They just went hog wild and ate it. And you said that the airplane was a fucking like it was sewage a, system. It was a stink fest. And the guy sat next to him, he goes, he just turns to me and. He goes, you think we're going to, fl- you think we're going to fly through the arch? And I go, I fucking hope not. <laughs> That'd be bad. That's me. Well, I don't need Con Air 2 happening while I'm on this fucking plane. I can't believe Like I can only imagine the St. Louis stench that's just. Oh my gosh. It was nuts. That's it was like- crazy. Some, I like fell asleep. Some baby like got like grabbed my hand. And then his mom was like three aisles up. I was like, what's he doing back here? Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I, and then I was just turned into fiving this baby. Parents was, will just let their kids wander off on a plane like, where are they going to go? Well, they're going to fucking touch people who are asleep. They're going to touch people who are falling asleep or they're going to go in the toilet and get yeah. sucked out or something. And I'm, I'm, Babies are strong. They can open one of those doors and everyone's dead. Yeah. Either way. It was a cool baby, though. Be um, a good parent. Watch your child on an airplane. Uh, that's I, I forget who it is who has a really funny joke. I think... It's Nate Bargetti, but I'm not sure. So, but somebody he has a joke about how you have to click whether or not uh, t- uh, an infant two years or younger will be traveling on your lap. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, I don't know. What if there's a cool baby on the plane?" <laughs> Such a great joke. Like like someone seeing a puppy they can yeah. play with. He's like, Ooh, "What if cool we make baby. eye contact?" And I'm like, "He can sit on my lap." He's what if it's not a dick baby, like a cool baby that yeah. you know wants to talk about babes and like Van Halen and stuff? For sure, yeah, he's wearing sunglasses. Let's get into some power news you can use. Ooh. Very excited about this new story uh, here, Brooks. A man hurled racist slurs and a punch at a FedEx driver, then died after he was punched back. Holy shit. <laughs> this, is, this is wild shit. Timothy Warren was driving his FedEx truck through a verdant neighborhood in Portland, Oregon, when a man he would soon kill screamed that Warren was going too fast. Warren stopped his truck. He was exhausted. He tried to explain to Joseph Magnuson that... That uh, late in the late in uh, September, he just wanted to get done with his work. Magnuson was unrelenting and hurled numerous aggressive assaults and racist slurs at him. So, some random guy sees a uh, uh, a uh, a car I'm, going I'm, too I'm, fast I'm, down the street. I yell at cars. I yell at cars going down the street. We on do our do street. that. We do do that. Because I'm like, hey man, fucking 
what are you doing 80 down here? Yeah, but this is a... Uh, oh, remember my Uber driver? A, yeah, I do remember, but we missed that slot, Brooks. Sure. We missed it. We'll put it into the next one. Absolutely. So this guy is trying to deliver FedEx packages. It's a rush, rush hour season. You're trying to get all this shit out. I have people who drive for FedEx. I have buddies who drive for a UPS, and it is a bitch. So I'm going to assume this is a... This is a it says this is a black man, and some guy starts screaming at him, calling him the N-word, I'm going to assume. So uh, the guy stops his truck. He gets out of the truck. Both men start yelling at each other. And then racist psycho guy takes a swing at him. Sure. After he just screamed the N-word at him driving you by. Don't yell at truck drivers, man. He, I don't give a fuck. So this guy swings back and connects a single blow to Magnuson's left eye that sent him tumbling to the ground. Magnuson 55 briefly lost consciousness, then died later that evening. Holy <laughs> shit. This is fucking nuts. Wow, that is instant karma. No, well, not even you. karma. The, this this FedEx driver, is going, he's going to go to jail. That's in, in, involuntary manslaughter. No, no. Prosecutors, however, decided not to charge Warren. He's not going to charge at with all? Not at all. He did not intend to kill Magnuson and acted in self-defense during the September 26th incident. Wow. Okay, okay, so this happened a while ago. Okay, so it has gone through like the yeah, court system this and shit. Yeah, this was in September. Wow. Oh my gosh, still. So a justified homicide? Oof, no so thanks. So you're a racist shitbag yelling stuff at a guy in a FedEx truck. Yeah. He gets out. You try and punch him. You miss. He punches you and bang, you're dead. Wow. Oof, no. That's <laughs> what a like any part of that story. Magnuson's death from the fall was precipitated by extremely poor health, a medical examiner concluded. Yeah, get punched. And the, and the punch itself was not fatal. That's what it that didn't kill him. This guy was in such bad health. Okay. That after he got punched, it was just like any little thing was gonna be the tipping point. Oh, and wow, this was yeah. it. He didn't smoke a cigarette for one minute and died. Um, it says that Warren was within his legal right to challenge Magnuson's racist vitriol. So it was. This was totally legal when he got out of the car and said, "Hey, man, not cool. You can't say that to me." Yeah. And then, uh, bang, bang, bang. Wow. I, I mean, and there's witnesses uh, that talk about how the guy was not speeding. This was just guy being an asshole, mm -hmm. and they use some of the uh, terms that were directed towards this driver. And, wow. I won't even say. No. Yeah. Here. No. Thanks. The three witnesses who saw the entire incident said Magnuson threw a drink before he threw the first punch. So when this guy walked up to him, he tried to throw his cocktail at I'm him. Sure, he, I, who knows if it was a drink? I'm going to guess it was a a warm Mountain Dew Big Gulp with vodka Oof, in it. Jesus, what a grosso! <laughs> wow. Next story, Brooks. Wedding photographer arrested after having sex with guest urinating on a tree while on the job. This is dope. Mm -hmm. This I like. I like the last story was very sad. This story has everything I want to hear. I thought the last story had a happy ending. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I just don't envy anyone who ha who killed someone. Yeah, that I feel bad for that guy that yes. he had to do go through it. Yes, but that's it, what I mean. But, but this seems like just straight up fun. This is this just is, straight up. This fun. This is just sounds. This sounds like I guess. <laughs> this this sounds just, like somebody got a little carried away. This is just lighthearted and yeah. filled with stupidity. Okay, let's hear this. A wedding photographer in Texas was arrested while on the job after allegedly having hap shit. Boy, my mouth is just fucking mush today, Brooks. No, it's you're doing mush. great. You're doing great. I, 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 Look, Michael, it, 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 my, it doesn't matter what you say. It just matters how you say it, okay? My cheeks got too fat over it's, Thanksgiving, you've been Brooks. Stuffing the stuffing in your stuffing hole, and and it got to it got it got you. But don't worry, Mike. I got your back. Just go in there. You read the story. You do the best that you can. And the and the daddies, they, they, they will have your back and they will love you. And they will they will say, thank you, Michael. I put on three pounds in my neck. Just my neck over Thanksgiving, I think. That's it my, looks that's disgusting. No, you look fine, man. <laughs> I put on three pounds. Dusty Rose definitely, has, after he eats like a, too much over the holidays, mm -hmm. he would just put on like neck weight. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. My ramen noodle hair. It's getting heavier. A wedding photographer in Texas was arrested while on the job after allegedly having sex with a guest and urinating on a tree. Katie Meta, 26, who goes by the name Max McIntyre for her private uh, business and swimsuit modeling career. Uh-huh. Whoa. This, is in, this is, must be Instagram swimsuit modeling. Dude. While do, was documenting her, a wedding at Parker Manor in Weatherford when the incident occurred. This is occurred. a babe that did this? Max McIntyre. Ooh. Whoa. Katie Meta, no thanks. Max McIntyre, 
Oh, hell Oh, yeah. let me put yes, my please. eyes back in. <laughs> whoa, 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 my tongue whoa. fell out. I love swimsuit modeling career. It's just a chick who takes pictures of herself in swimsuits and puts them on Instagram. Sure. That's, um, that's, what, that, that's what that is now. According to the arrest report, an off-duty sheriff provided security at the event was alerted about Meta's inappropriate behavior by a member of the wedding party. The photographer reportedly smelled strongly of alcohol and was found with a bottle of Alprazolam, a prescription commonly known as Xanax, used to treat anxiety or panic disorders in her jacket, which the officer believed she was mixing. Yeah, you mix booze and Xanax, you're going to get loopy. I've, yeah. I, I've, I, I have done that on a very hand, small handful of occasions, and boy, my, you are not... Uh, my friend, you're, your wits aren't about you. My friend put all his um, uh, pillows in... And ran into the dishwasher and ran it. <laughs> he like woke up and his wife was like, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't know, man. Like he just di- put all this, all don't, the pillows don't in do the drugs, dishwasher kids. and ran it. Know your dose, man. Just Even if hanging you out, weed, know your dose. Totally alone. Just chilling. Then took Xanax and had a beer and was like, oh, oh these need to be cleaned. That's amazing. Cause you have a, you also have a pizza story. That is very similar, and I picture it happening in the same evening. Oh, the pizza Didn't story! One is, of your brothers- my oldest brother came home one time from college, put a pizza in the oven, then fell asleep on the kitchen floor. But wasn't it in the box or the plastic wrapper or something? Mm, that's another time. Same guy. <laughs> uh, well, he, so either way, he burnt pizza. The Brooks boys are wild, man. No, no, Whelan. Uh, he's the best. The he's the, he's the best. One, but another time he was hanging out, and he, I went to bed. Um, and cause we were all partying in Iowa city. And then according to my friends, he ate a frozen DiGiorno Ugh. in front, like just like sat there, like put it in the oven for like three minutes and ate it. And then in the morning there was, that's somebody so had, fucking somebody gross. Had thrown up in my backpack and it was like lots of DiGiorno that he had not <laughs> chewed. And I was like, it's still frozen. What the fuck? Chunky frozen DiGiorno. Yeah, and I was yelling. I was like, you, you threw up in my backpack and, uh, he, his he claims he didn't, and he says I did it on account of why would he throw up in my backpack? Uh-huh, yeah, he's like that's your backpack. I would never throw up in your backpack. You threw up in your backpack. I'm like, why would I throw up in my fucking backpack? I remember not throwing up. And according to six eyewitnesses, you ate a DiGiorno like a fucking seabird last night. <laughs> Goddamn pelican! All right, but he's a good dude. Uh, but oh, yeah, for he, sure. he's he's he makes some funny. He makes some. He makes for great stories. After she was arrested, Meta became belligerent and started yelling threats to the officers in the car, including, Y'all's daughters are dead, and y'all families will be dead by Christmas. Holy shit. Wow. So then Threat- she's, she's threatening, threatening officers' families? Threatening cops' families? That's fucking crazy. The photographer reportedly smelled strongly of alcohol and was found with a bottle of the Xanax things in her jacket. After she's arrested, she gets del- uh belligerent she screams some more things at the officers yeah and now not- she's facing public intoxication public intoxication and How a can I be of obstruction or retaliation sure holy shit that's well, fucking nuts yeah public this in- is the photographer she's there to work that i mean that's pretty dope this that's isn't really like a person who went to a wedding and got loose because people fucking do xanax and drink and pass out and say all kinds of crazy shit at weddings but this person is working there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I have a podcast about jobs and uh, Grace, uh, my friend, um, she worked at a we- as a wedding videographer and lit her hair on fire one time. <laughs> Holy she shit. was like, I was just there to work and my hair got lit on fire. Jesus Christ. Yeah. She's like, it just smelled bad. And then I realized it was my hair. Oh, that's me. I'm on fire. Yeah, exactly. And they're all like, oh my God, <laughs> this is crazy. Let's get into some power food. Oh, we're already moving on. Yeah. So wait. So she, she's only facing public intox. Yes. That's nothing. That's it. I got that. She didn't do anything. That's like that a three hundred dollar ticket. She didn't do anything that bad, except for threaten the lives of the officers' families. Sure, but how, was she peed on a tree? I missed that. Oh, uh, th- yeah. They're trying to get her to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're like, you got to go. Yeah. When she's trying to get, when they're trying to kick her out of the. Uh, out of the wedding. Out of the wedding. That they're having. Yeah. Maybe I blew past that. She walks over to a tree in the front yard mm-hmm. or like wherever this fucking wedding's doing and just takes his, takes a piss on it, bends over and Whoa. like sprays the fucking this tree. This is crazy. That's why I assumed it was a guy. I don't know a lot of girls who drunkenly just 
pee on shit. No, no, no. This is Katie Meta, 26, who goes by the name Max McIntyre for Ooh, never her swimsuit mind. modeling Sounds career. Sounds pretty cool, actually. <laughs> Ooh, dang. I can't believe I ever thought anything negative about Max McIntyre. Max McIntyre. I see you in the ring, She's Max McIntyre. Nice. You think that you can come to me? You can take my family. Okay, sorry. All right. So let's, okay. I just wanted to. I, I understand. You got to get some clarity. Yep. Got to get closure. That sounds like she actually had a pretty dope night. If it just ends, she gets written up. She's getting some new Instagram followers. She got some dick. And she got a, she, she got, and she got laid. Yep. Which sounds like she had a fucking great night. I wonder if she still got paid. I hope they still paid her. Well, I mean, I hope there were contracts drawn up. Yep. If there was a contract, maybe she got paid in advance. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people at events like that, you got to get, if you're an entertainer or a worker at anything that's like a wild drinking occasion, you got to get paid first. No. Yeah. Anytime I do stand up and they pay me first, I'm like, I, I do have a thought in my head of like, I should go. I should just <laughs> this is good for me. I was like, I, I don't want to go up. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Power foods. Time to get some power foods. Brooks, I, I invented something that's real stupid this week, but I'm really excited about it. And it wasn't solely my invention. I was encouraged by uh, Melissa, my girlfriend. Okay, I, I always make tacos on Tuesday, Brooks. And this week I made tostadas. But this, it's the same thing. A tostada, I like to put a little beans and then the, and ground beef, cheese, shredded lettuce, uh, some hot peppers, jalapenos, some Taco Bell sauce, and a little sour cream. It's delicious. And I always have leftovers. I never eat all the taco leftovers. I forget about them in there. So now what I'm doing is I'm, re- I'm making little, like, tiny frozen burritos out of the cheese, meat, and beans and wrapping them in, in, uh, in a tinfoil. Okay. Just like those burritos that you get from the grocery store yeah, when you're like poor. Yeah, they're, like, frozen? Yeah, and then I just put those in the freezer. I put that in the toaster oven in the oven. It cooks in the in the foil, doesn't get all burnt, stays moist and delicious. I got homemade frozen burritos, Brooks. This is great. It's just a, it's just see, this isn't a big laugh. No, uh, that's talking just, point. That's this just, is just I'm just I'm just throwing something out there to let me, daddies let, that let me hey, digest. If let you can have a this. bunch of fruit, homemade, tasty, not cheap, made of chemicals, frozen burritos ready to go in your freezer. You're you're fucking rock and so are roll. Are they individually wrapped in yes. there right now? No, oh, I you, I ate them all. No, today. but I'm I'm just saying in general. So you're saying you <laughs> after indi- I exercised today, I ate them all. You individually wrap each burrito in a little bit of aluminum foil. Uh huh. Put it in the freezer, yep. and then how long do you what do you, what are the settings for the dead ass who want to uh, make this? Oh, you just got to kind of eyeball it. I throw it in for like three fifty for like 15, 20 minutes. Okay, today. that sounds great. But you know, just like when you make those. You know, when you make the frozen burrito, you just kind of poke your finger, and if it burns like yeah. really bad, it's 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 done. If it's cold, it's sure. not done. Yeah, I mean that's like in Encino Man where he's like he's like a volcano in the outside. Like you know, do you know that that scene in Encino no, Man where no, I'm not versed in Encino they Man. They take Polly Shore takes Brendan Fraser to uh, like Seven Eleven or uh-huh. whatever, and he teaches him about the frozen burrito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's when the guy goes, no, you do not squeeze the juice. <laughs> movie's Man, awesome. That movie's it, great. Brooks is a power, power move. Power movie of the week is Encino, Encino Man. Man. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Look at that. Probably because I could segment. fucking quote the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So good. All right, sorry. Moving on. A study by two Chicago Booth School ec- economists studied decades of surveys and found that they were 70% accurate in predicting a person's political ideology by what food products they eat. Well, shit. I would, so, they would think I was the biggest Trump supporter on the that's planet. That's what I'm going to get to. That's what I'm going to get to, Brooks. Um, 70% accuracy just based on what people consume. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, these studies take forever. So this is from Coors, 2009. Coors Light and Trash they've for just, me. They've just go, gone through all the research and they've, they've made their uh, decisions. But in 2009 was the last... Uh, survey that they took. So some of the food-related traits indicating whether you're a liberal include didn't use ranch salad dressing, which is 56.2%. Didn't use disposable plates. Didn't eat at Arby's. Didn't use Jif peanut butter. Didn't dine at Applebee's. Didn't use Tyson brand chicken or turkey. Didn't eat fast food at Sonic. Didn't reach for Little Debbie snack cakes. And didn't use Cool Whip. Okay, this uh, I've I, done almost all of these things this week. This week, yes, <laughs> all of them. No, I know it's, this is why people hate liberals because they do shit like this, like not eat at fucking Applebee's. You don't you like ranch eat, on your pizza? What are you crazy? You're a psychopath. Hey, you think Applebee's suck? You fucking suck. Okay, Applebee's is delicious. You can enjoy it. It's 
eating good in the neighborhood. They put up local jerseys. They support local high school teams. Applebee's is fantastic. And then the Great fact, value. People that like look like turn their nose up to Applebee's, they are like liberal trash. I'm liberal as fuck, but like that's crazy. I understand why conservatives think that liberals are pussies because they think that Applebee's is they're too good for Applebee's. No one's too good for Applebee's. No one's too good for Chili's. No one's too good for TGF Fridays. Jif they're peanut all butter. Fantastic. Jif peanut butter is delicious. It's delicious. Sorry, I'm getting it's got steamed. that little extra sugar and the salt in there that getting makes it so tasty. So, so steamed. And here's what I wanted to bring up. And this is this was just just a segue into this, Brooks, is when everyone got all in a huff that uh, in and out Burger gave $25,000 to the GOP and people just all decided never eating in and out Burger again. And I, I talk I about do, this today. I don't, I don't subscribe to this. I don't subscribe to the whole country dividing everything in half. Also, I think that's a terrible fucking idea. It's bad for the economy. Also, in and out is a fucking business. Businesses should be conservative because they get tax breaks. I understand why a fucking business would want a Republican candidate to win. Also, this particular business has a fucking Bible verse on the cup that says John 3.16. Yes. So a religious business donated $25,000 to, to the, the Republican that party? That doesn't support abortion. Of yeah, course they all did. All of that makes sense. You know what else They're that Christian. business does? It makes fucking dope hamburgers mm, and, so good. and pays their fucking employees a normal wage. People who get mad at that, I'm so steamed at. Also, this thing happened that I don't, this, somebody said like, if you wouldn't date a transgendered person, that means you're transphobic. And I'm like, that's not what that means. That's like saying, if you wouldn't suck a dick, that means you're homophobic. No, it <laughs> right. doesn't. Right. It doesn't mean that at all. You can, I can support trans rights and support gay rights and be heterosexual. And, and I can still fine. eat in and out burger. God you can damn eat it. in and out burger and think Trump sucks. It's what? all fine. Yeah. What? I can't. I'm on a road trip. And now because of some people mad at some other people and these people mad at these people, I can't have a fucking double double. No. in and outs fantastic. Fuck it's delicious. Shit. You just can't. People just do blanket statements. They're not individuals. It's <laughs> annoying. Our, see, this is why we don't talk about politics because it's just chaos. There is no, we are so gray area on so many things. I'm, I, no, I'm like, what is, what, can you, empathy, can you empathize with the other par person right. and what they believe in? Can you understand why they would do that? Yes, yeah. I can. So I'm not mad at them for the decisions they're making. It's when you think I'm the only person who knows the right answers that you're fucking wrong, actually, because you don't realize other people have different life experiences and that they can have different choices. Yeah, than you. power moves eats where we want. Yeah. We, if it's good in the neighborhood, we're eating there, if baby. Yeah, whatever your political beliefs are, that's your prerogative, man. Fucking, that's fine. Like, but just stand by them and understand that I might have different political beliefs. That's all that matters. I, not being angry at someone else for being different. Right. Now let's land real softly. On Saturday, Brooks, mm -hmm. I went to a three-year-old and a 50-year-old, His the father and then the kid, three, uh, our friends uh, Matt Dwyer and mm -hmm. his wife Kelly Dwyer and and Baby Bear, their uh, their their little lovely daughter, and he made a bunch of homemade Chicago style pizzas. He makes he, he makes delicious pizzas. he makes delicious pizzas. Never had one, Dwyer. I don't know if you're listening. I'd love to have one of those pizzas. Sometime. So fucking good. We have these, and then when we leave, um, it's early. You know, people are cashed out early. It was a kids party, and I remember that there's a Chili's a mile and a half away. Oh, this is this is true trash. Now I cannot not go to this Chili's because we don't have them in Los Angeles. We're out in Monrovia in the suburbs where mm -hmm. there's Chili's and uh, Black Angus and Olive Garden and Red Lobster. And, oh, but those I got perfect restaurant. I got to have that Chili's. Mm -hmm. So me and Melissa went there and had two giant beers and a marg and some chips. Yeah, because you Ubered out there, right? You know, I even though we just ate all this fucking pizza, I could not get. Uh, the boneless wings and the chips and the queso dip. I just can't let myself not have it's those. It's so good. It's so good. And we it's watched so some fun. college football and just had a fucking wonderful time. And yeah. it was cheap as shit. Chili's, man. I fucking love it. Love it till the day I die. Let's get into some P-mail. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some really great stuff. And if you want one of your stories read on the show, please shoot something over to power moves with Mike Burns at Gmail and uh, we'll check it out. Even if we don't read it on the program, we may read it in the future and we for sure will read it 
no matter what and enjoy it here in the comfort of Burns and Brooks Manor. Well, you'll read it. I don't, I don't read shit. I just listen to what you tell me. Yeah, I tell you about it. But then I tell other people about it. I think that your listener mail is some of the funniest fucking listener mail on the planet. I got listener mail over on entry level and it's good, but your, your listeners write very well. I like that people try to have fun with it. And I, they also use the language we use, which is exciting. Right. And sometimes they go a little long and I understand that. Because uh, you, you fall in love with your words. Yeah. But there is a, they are creative writing samples. No, they're great. And what's sad is sometimes I read them and I'm like, oh, shit, this is about as good as I would do. And it's my job. It's probably better than you would do a lot of time. <laughs> um, this okay. is great. Let's get into it. DiGiorno stuffed crust delivered the rise of the baby dick bandit. Well, that oh is my. the subject. Jesus Louise. And you'll like this, Brooks. No, I already do like you, it. You're going to like it more. Sup. Rob from Iowa City here, circa 2013. How many Iowa City emails are we getting in? Iowa, I think you've got the fan base on lockdown. I love Iowa City. Iowa City, all the Iowa people are flocking to the Power Moves podcast sure, because of your affiliation. I, I, yeah, I'm a huge Iowa fan. All right, let me blow through this because okay. it's real good. Rob from Iowa City here, circa 2013, my roommate Dan was peenering all over the dance floor at this bar called Summit. Drawing. Oh, that's where I started stand-up. He even he it's, calls it scum it. Is I was going to say it's scum it. it. Well, he, it's scum it. Yeah. Is it really? It's called The Summit. Yes. When I was going to school, it was like the frat and sorority bar. But on Wednesday nights, they would have a, they would have a guy rolling through town on a one-nighter, which means one night only in the city. Usually, no, not to be rude, but not a great comedian. Usually a road dog, mm. if you may. And I would host a serviceable comedian. They would, I would host, they would, they would always do better than me. They know how to do good for a a rowdy college crowd. I'd host and get $50. I'd get $50 and all the blue moon I could drink, which I I still can't drink blue moon because of it is amazing. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So, but the only time I would ever step foot in the scum it was Wednesday night for comedy night. All right. Moving on. Dan was peenering all over the dance floor of this bar called Scummit, drawing attention of all the thick and righteous Hawkeye honeys. Now, he's doing the peener, which is a dad boner dance, mm. which is maybe I'll make a peener video for uh, the Instagram sure. this week so you can see what the Don't peener maybe actually looks make like. Make it happen. I'll make it happen. Fast forward to the AM. Dan wakes, ne- wakes up next to a babe, obviously, and has to drain his main vein. As he exits this babe's bathroom, he hears, Dan! Dan has just found himself in a roommate love triangle. So he was hooking up with some other chick and then he goes back to the same roommates. Um, <laughs> boy, that is, that is a rough spot. Sounds like this is happening at Burge. That's a dorm. Dirty Burge. That's where all the babes lived. As these sisters for life are screaming at each other. <laughs> so the chicks are mad. Oh, I love this. Dan decides to peep their fridge for bold eats. Jackpot, three DiGiorno stuffed crust. Dan steals the pies because it's NFL Sunday hangover time with the boys. As he barges into our pad, he screams, Papa's in the house. <laughs> this is I great. Just, this is why I love Iowa City, man. Iowa City's filled with trash, but, but, they, but they know how to really you know, spice it up. We all applauded Dan for not only his late night lady love rendezvous, but also his pizza snagging skills. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this is where it gets hot. I stole a pizza from a party one time, and then we frisbeed it into a cab. There's uh, a lot of frozen pizza action on this episode. Yeah. Come Monday, I'm walking to class, and I see signs plastered all over canvas saying, Dan Secor has a micro penis. <laughs> this is amazing. Apparently, these babes decided to embarrass him for instigating this love triangle. But Dan has one more card up his sleeve. He went to student life saying he was emotionally traumatized by their bullying, and both those girls ended up getting expelled. Holy Since shit. then, he has carried the nickname, the Baby Dick Bandit. This is <laughs> nuts. I mean, I don't agree with getting these girls expelled. I you shouldn't dis- steal shit, but I mean. I don't, I don't agree with getting these girls expelled. No. This guy sounds like a piece of trash. <laughs> but I, everyone he, everyone knows he has a micro penis now or thinks he does. Same thing. Sounds like he does if he's going in. You can't. You can't <laughs> I almost you, just spit all over my You computer. can't get someone expelled from school for pulling a fucking prank on you. Well, apparently he did. I disagree wholeheartedly. I was having fun with that story until he got him expelled. Disagree. I like to think possibly they got suspended and it's been embellished just a bit. Yes, I hope it's a bit embellished. I hope they got a talking to. Um, but yeah, 
Either way. Because what a dick. If you explained your 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 story to any of the school officials, they'd they be should, like, you're an asshole. They should be like, yeah, of course you should have put pictures that he has a micro penis. Yeah, that sucks. I got, speaking of Iowa City, I got a public intox here one time. That's how I know how not, it's not much money. And uh, yeah, it's five jo- bucks. Johnson County Jail. I've been there. It's fun. Moving on. Just go in the yard. This uh, subject is just go in the yard, bro. Okay. Hey guys, I have another great power move from the little one that I wanted to share. This is a repeat, uh, repeat writer. And, oh, is and, this... I, and I like this story so much. Okay. We're going to give him another shot. My son, who you featured as the party hat king and P-Mail from episode mm-hmm. 10. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Put, he put his underpants on his head. Yeah. And then walk around the party all butt naked with so, his party hat on. Super fun. Super rad kid. He has a friend who comes and stays over the weekend with us every once in a while. One weekend, we had planned to go to a pool party at a friend's place. So we brought the two kids with us. We had been there for a couple hours, and it was about time to get the kids home. So we got them out and told them they needed to pee. Now, if they wanted to pee, that was now was the time. So my son immediately went over to the bushes and let her rip. So the one little kid, the party hat kid, is taking a piss in the yeah. bushes. Sounds That's a great place to pee. His friend, I peed in some bushes on the way back from Joshua Tree. Today. Nice. His friend sat off to the side and didn't pee. Then a few minutes later, turned to me and said, I need to go to the bathroom too. So I pointed him in the direction of the bushes. He starts walking that direction. And I turned back to the conversation I was having. One minute later, my friends who are still in the pool started pointing and choke laughing. And I look over to my son's friend who is now squatting like a hobo near the bushes, dropping a big healthy deuce on the lawn. <laughs> I'm somewhat horrified as I start thinking, oh crap, I brought a three-year-old vagrant who is now shitting in my friend's yard. <laughs> But then I realize that this has now become the comedy highlight of the party and is a clear power move on his part. Yeah. Now I know to be more specific with my line of questioning when a kid says I need to go to the bathroom. Keep that's, up the great work on the PCAST and keep the keep piling the toppings high. Dude, that's really funny. And I, I, I do re- – my favorite stories so far have come from little kid power moves. They're funny. Yeah. Because they're innocent. Yeah. And little it's also like – awful things. Like, I have to go to the bathroom. Them. Go over there. Um, all right, you're the adult. <laughs> you I've said, always wanted to do this. You said to. Yeah. I've always wanted to shit outside. <laughs> Next to a pool. <laughs> it's so nice. That's amazing. Shitting outside <laughs> is a disaster. I don't like doing it. It is it, it's always a disaster. No, I'm never a fan. Like a camping trip, I'll just I'll just clinch it up and I'll just it'll just dry out inside of me until I get home. Yeah, I can like I can really get away with that too. Well, we went to Canada for like seven or eight days one time and like portaged and camped on this island and I never shit the whole time. I don't It's like a, it's like a superpower I have. It smells so bad. Somehow it smells worse outside. It's, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you're not, you're, you're familiarized with doo-doo smell when you're in the bathroom and you're in your, in the toilet or a public restroom, but outside it's just fresh air, crisp air, and then All right. rancid okay. thickness. All right. Oh God. Either way. Well, I had to get that off my chest. No, I understand. We're getting close to the end, and that's why it's time for power grooves. I'm going to go first, unless oh, yeah. you have something, Brooks. No, I got to think of something. I've been gone. You think of it. This is how we do it. I announce mine, and then mm-hmm. uh, Brooks thinks of his while I go on a long diatribe about a song that no one really cares about. No, that sounds great. My song this week is Do It Like a Geo off the Ghetto Boys 1990 album. Um, this is a uh, remix. Actually, the first grip it on that other level where ghetto boys is spelled G H E T T O was the first version of it. And then Rick Rubin and Brendan O'Brien come in and they remix the album, recreate it, re-record it in 1990. They changed the name to the ghetto boys. If you're familiar, it is the, uh, the ghetto boys version where there's the, it's a black with the mug shots. And what's wild is that, uh, it's, it's so, dark and crazy and and vicious that it stems a lot of the uh of the censorship discussions about hip-hop music in the early 90s and what i love is that rick rubin does it rick rubin knows how to make anything dark and nasty whether it's johnny cash or whether it is he polished up the chili peppers absolutely and brendan o'brien of course Goes on to Brendan O'Brien produced all the Pearl Jam shit and and Neil Young and on and on and on and on and Brendan O'Brien is a protege of uh, Rick Rubin's at the time and he brings in Brendan O'Brien to sit in on this session and that's when Brendan O'Brien's career starts to really get fucking rocking and rolling yeah. and I think that makes that album so much better uh, if if you know those facts 
go out, check out the Ghetto Boys. Do it like a geo. Play it loud. Feel that bass and get ready for the fucking weekend. I'm gonna give you a good one. I'm gonna give you an easy one. It's not. It's it's. I'm reading that Born to Run book by Springsteen. Mm-hmm. The uh, second the second one because you lost the I first lost one. I lost the first one. Uh, he finally got around. Finally to recording Greetings from Asbury Park. About page 200, he starts his fucking band. Yeah, I'm like, it's like... Also, it's a wonderful book, but yeah, he, he he spins a lot of yarns. It's a wonderful book. We were also talking about how you forget that he's like a New Jersey 60-year-old like dude uh-huh. until you... like and Then he surprises you in the book because like at one point he's talking about his dog and he's like, you know, it's all poetic and Springsteen. He's like, hey, it was a wonderful Christmas that year. We came home, but we had this new dog and dog had gotten into the presence it looked like the elves had gang banged rudolph and it's it makes you so uncomfortable he really he wrote that out i'm like whoa no one was like hey boss man i don't know if we should be doing elves gang banging (laughs) a reindeer bruce springsteen's book is filled it's filled with this flowery lyric type it's uh, poetic and then he's like and then all of a sudden we remember that he's creepy grandpa from new jersey he's like oh i wet a lot of cotton panties that yeah, night. He, he, I think maybe two or three times he mentions cotton panties. It's insane. It might be just one, but it's so it's a great jarring. Book. It's really good. That but, it feels like three. But um, I will say, uh, I will say um, Blinded by the Light, which is the opening song to Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey on from Bruce Springsteen, not Manfred Mann's Earth Band, with, which is the one, you know, Blinded by the Light. You know what I'm talking about. It's, I like both. I, oh, I, here's my problem. I love Springsteen so much. And, and a lot I, of people don't know this. It's very widely known, but there's going to be some people that know exactly. Oh, shit. So Bruce you, Springsteen made this first blinded in what, by like the light. 78. Yeah. Picture the, oh, I'll just play the beginning. So this is the beginning of Manfred Mann's one. The one, you know, all right, cut it. Yeah. So that's like, that's the one you think of. It's like the blow soundtrack. It's blinded by the light. Springsteen has a better version in my opinion. And I think Manfred Mann's earth band is trash. Uh, and they ruined it. <laughs> so I would say listen to Springsteen's because it's so good, especially if you didn't know that Manfred Mann's Earth Band was a cover, that they were covering him. It's so dope. It's so great. Listen to that and just be like, whoa, this is way better. Or you'll be furious and be like, Brooks doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Fucking They're- rock and roll, man. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much to the daddies. All your support has been fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. If you want a T-shirt or you want a mug or you want a Carl pillow, go ahead and check out PowerMovesWithMikeBurns.com. It's a beautiful store. Very proud of it. Also, all we want in this world are five stars and reviews on iTunes. That's all you want? I mean, that's all we really want. I don't know, man. I think you should, I think you should shoot for a little more. Man, right now, at this moment in time, that's all I want. All right. I'm a very, I got on cutoff sweatpants. I got an ice-cold cup of water and a Dodgers cup. And I'm not asking for much more than that. I got you, my good friend Brooks, sitting here hanging out with me. Yeah. I don't. I'm gonna go get a six pack after it. And if you wanted to help me out, all you gotta do is leave a five star review Oof. and like a little short one sentence thing about how much you You're love. You're really the show. begging right now. I'm begging. Remember what, what was that term I'm I came James up Brown. with? James Brown. The term I came up with: Christmas thirsty, Christmas movie homeless. Because like the homeless people outside are not. I was like, they're not Christmas movie homeless. Mm-hmm. They're not fun, nice homeless. No, there's they're, a big difference. They're like these homeless people are. They're going to stab each. They're stabbing each other or you, over trash. Over trash. Yeah. They stab each other over a garbage can. It's not fun. It's not the homeless people that you think of when you think of homeless. Like, oh, they're just. Are you comparing me to this? Is that what you're getting towards? No, I'm or just you just want to bring up the Christmas homeless. I'm saying uh, you're thing. begging. And then I made me remember that we came up with a new term for Christmas movie homeless. Yeah. That guy is homeless, which is is Christmas homeless is is someone that looks like they're Christmas down on movie their Christmas movie homeless is like somebody who you, you give them. Like you they give them a help, water and they're, they're like, they're like, help. oh my gosh, thank you so much. Uh, real homeless is you give them a water and they bite you. <laughs> oh, it's sad. People got to get fucking some mental health help. They got to figure that shit out. The government, that's one thing that, that, that I, I wholeheartedly support are things like anything about mental health and especially things like the NFL wounded warrior project that helps out a lot of people who have come back from battle or come back from serving and are not given the, the proper mental health uh, b- benefits and medication that they need. A hundred percent. So I wrapped it up with something positive, positive promo. Everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Really looking forward to the weekend. You guys making power moves, rock in a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power.